Hi, I'm Lauren, and I want to know where can I go to learn Aboriginal language, and why is there no promotion or culture surrounding this? Welcome to Seeking Sydney, where we answer your curious questions about our harbour city. I'm Monica Samioa. This week, we got a very interesting question sent in by local photographer Lauren. I met up with Lauren to get more details about why she asked her question and to get a backstory so I can start to get an idea of where to look for her answer. I recently went to New Zealand and came back wondering why we don't have language on signs of Native people. Basically, that was it. Lauren knows that there are many different dialects, but most of them are extinct, which is why she wants to know what is going on now to bring the languages back to life. She also said it would be great for people to know basics like hello, thank you, and please in the Aboriginal Sydney language. Now, I have to be honest, I personally didn't know much about Aboriginal language or culture, so I figured the best place for me to get basic information was the State Library of New South Wales. I was able to get in contact with Melissa Jackson, who is a librarian with the Indigenous Services Branch. Melissa is of Bungjalung descent with family links to the Bayougul area near Grafton. She gave me a crash course in Aboriginal language and culture. How many Australian languages are there? There's commonly acknowledged to be about 200 languages here on the continent prior to 1788. Now, that doesn't include the various dialects that are in existence as well. For example, in the Bundjalung language, where I'm from, there are known to be about 13 or 14 dialects, and I, in fact, come from Western Bundjalung, which is the Wallabal people. What is the state of Australian languages at present? Of the 240 languages that were here in Australia prior to 1788, only about 40 of them are considered to be strong. And what initiatives are the State Library New South Wales undertaking? We recognise that we have a lot of manuscript material. So we created what's known as Rediscovering Indigenous Languages, where we had a linguist come into our collection and find language lists. He was able to find 200 language lists from throughout Australia. From this Rediscovering Indigenous Languages, I always wanted to create an education program. And so we created My Weekend with POP. We had five language speakers come in and speak the language. So we had Barkindji, Gamilaroi, Umbangia, Wiradjuri, as well as Darawal. Apart from that, we have two map-based language initiatives. So Waranara... It gives you place names and it's geolocated onto the map of New South Wales. And our recent acquisition is Mooraview, where place names are attached to Google Maps. So you can click onto the name of your town and then go straight directly to your town and have a 360 degree view of your town and what your town name means. The State Library in New South Wales has many new exciting features on their website, along with tons of manuscripts and information at the library. I personally enjoyed playing around with Google Map features, because let's face it, who doesn't get caught up with Google Maps or Google Earth and stays on there for, you know, an hour or so? But although there are many resources at the State Library and online, I still wanted to know where in Sydney I could actually sit down, take a class, and learn a new language. 
My next stop was to the University of Sydney, where I met with Professor Jacqueline Choi, Director of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Research. What is the importance of learning an Aboriginal language? Aboriginal languages and Torres Strait Islander languages core to the identity of our peoples. For other people in Australia who aren't Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander, to learn one or more of our languages is to know really who we are. How many languages are being revived now? I would say that there are probably up to a hundred that are in some stage of language revival mode. In every state of Australia, there are languages that are, are very strong again as a result of language revival. Noongar in the Perth area in Western Australia, in South Australia, the Garner language revival program has been spectacularly successful. In New South Wales, Wiradjuri and Gamilaroi and Bunjilung, Gumbangir, Barkindji out west. In Queensland, there are quite a few languages that are still spoken quite strongly up in the north, but all across the south there are languages in revival mode. So here at the University of Sydney, what Aboriginal languages are being taught? So for a while now we've had a small program in the language called Gamilaroi, which is from north-west central New South Wales, quite a big language group. We are looking at developing a full degree program in Australian languages, in Aboriginal languages, and we would hope to begin with the language of the Sydney area, but also looking at other languages, possibly some of the ones that are still spoken very strongly, so that people get a chance to engage with the language where they can actually go and be in a community that's still speaking the language. But it's very important. Sydney Uni is on um, the sovereign land of the Gadigal people, and it would be really great to have that language being taught at this university. Bujari Nugati. My name is Joel Davison, and I'm a web developer at Nyakanyagu, and I'm also a happy participant of the language revitalization process that's been sparked all across Sydney. Joel is a Gadigal man who is currently teaching language around Sydney. How did you get involved with the Aboriginal language revival in Sydney? It was really a perfect storm of things. I was at the time when I was asked to learn and teach a language at Sydney Festival. I was at the Royal Botanic Gardens. Um, where I was an Aboriginal education officer and I was teaching culture and heritage, really learning the language for me was a great opportunity to sort of take back a part of my culture that had been lost to me growing up and really enrich the language and culture education that I'm able to give in the future. And as someone that has recently picked up a new language, did you find it difficult or was it easy for you to pick up? It was definitely difficult. I'm not great with learning new languages, I think just as an individual anyway, but it was really so important to me that I made the effort and, you know, there's a lot that can be accomplished with just time and moxie. I've been talking to other people from the Aboriginal community and they've told me that there is an actual divide into how the language and the dialects are spoken in each community. What do you think about that divide? Do you think that's been affecting the fact that there hasn't been many language classes in Sydney area? You know, it's hard on both sides. We do have language classes in Sydney for languages such as Radjuri. I believe they teach that and more. And 
you know, it's hard when you want to teach your language, so you want to go into a high population area so it can reach a lot of people, but of course you want to be respectful and make sure that you're not drowning out the voices of the local language and, um, you know, taking away opportunities from them. But at the same time, as a local person, as a Gadigal man, someone whose answers from this country, I'm more than you know, happy to accommodate any language that wants to start the revitalization process in their own community. I think that we need to shed that discomfort and help bring each other up. So I read recently that you were part of the Sydney Writers Festival and you were part of a panel talking about can a language die? Can you discuss a little bit about what was discussed in that panel? theme that really ran through that panel was the usefulness of the taxonomic descriptor of a language as dead. The community believes it's more useful to describe the language as resting or sleeping. It's not something that's dead and needs to be frankensigned back into existence. It's just something that we need to revitalize. At the end of all my classes, I like to say that, you know, this is a spark that I'm giving to you. It's a little flame that we carry with us, and hopefully one day we can reignite the kindling that we see all around us. And that's really a nod to how eager Sydney has been to pick the language back up and to nurture it. I really believe that the demand is there. You know, there's no ignorance really around the language. There's no one saying that we can't teach it. It's just a matter of time before it's revitalized and healthy. So Lauren, here's your answer. There are many different efforts going into the revival of Aboriginal language in Australia, and most importantly, Sydney. While there has been a slight divide, the Aboriginal communities are all working hard together to get the revitalization started and to bring back these amazing languages that were once thought lost. Hopefully, we will soon be able to have access to Aboriginal language classes in Sydney and around Australia. (laughs) 